Welcome to Thinking Out Loud, a podcast from the Black Academic team focusing on collective learning, community and challenging stereotypes in the black community. Each week on this podcast, we see collective learning, varied conversation and exploration about the culture. As ever, we are not here to teach, we are here to learn and thus we are thinking out loud. My name is Jordan Jarrett Bryan. And my name is Sidinia. And I'm Alex. Right, everything's nice, so let's go. Okay, let's kick off with a vibe check. Sidinia, how you doing? You well? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm busy, but tired. I feel like Alex is always laughing at me in the background, and I do. Like, oh, it's it's never, you just can't it's, see him. It's never you. It's okay. Oh, okay, <laughs> fantastic. It's Jordan. That's fine. As long as it's not <laughs> me, I'm cool. absolutely fine with that. Right. Um, but no, I'm good. Um, I So I'm slightly distracted. So I am wearing this necklace, which arrived at my house yesterday when I got home from work. Um, and it is one of those like gold chain necklaces with your name on it, but except it's my name in Amharic, uh, so in my language, written with the Ethiopian alphabet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really love it. So today's the first day I'm wearing it. What do you think? It's very pretty. Thank very nice. you. It's very, very nice. <laughs> nice. Alex, Ooh. what are you saying? I am, where am I today? I'm just like, you know, I'm in a place where I'm slightly overwhelmed, have a lot happening. Mm-hmm. However, it's all good. I'm trying to take each day as it comes, each day. I can't look at tomorrow's um, calendar, you know. It stresses me. Every time, wow. I, every, every time I look at tomorrow, it's just like, you know what? Tomorrow is long. I just, until I wake up. So I'm just like, until I wake up, I just deal with it tomorrow. That's, Do you guys have like a Google or Alexa? I don't know. I don't, I don't they scare me. Yeah, they do scare me. But you know, Spotify were giving away free Google Nest Home Minis. And I, I know, I did I, order I, one. I, so mine did I. Never came. Nor did mine. Oh, mine came. So <laughs> 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 Anyway, so I'm always like, hey, Google. Um, and it's just, and it always tells me what's going on in the day. And then when it reads off what I have to do, I'm like, you know what? I asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally asked for this. Um, I'm the opposite. It's funny you say that you don't look ahead because I'm the opposite. I I'm, my problem is I'm lo- I always look. It makes me anxious. Okay. Yeah, it makes me anxious. I've got high functioning anxiety, Jordan. No, Amen to that. You've got to do you. you got to do you. Yeah, man. On the outside, you. I'm like, I can do it all. <laughs> On the inside, I'm like. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and yourself? I'm good, you know, I'm very, very good. Um, I just want to ask, this is a really random question that I tweeted and I got some interesting responses. I, I have a cleaner, okay, so I have, I have a cleaner. <laughs> wow, so wouldn't we even up in the world? <laughs> no, I didn't want to do it, but I've, I've had a cleaner for a little while. How long's a little while, Jordan? Jordan? This year? You're on that big, big money. No, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not very tired. Hold on, one second, one second. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not going to say enough. But my question is, I, I tweeted... Am I the only person with a cleaner who does a pre-clean before the cleaner? <laughs> do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I, I would do a pre-clean. <laughs> You're a Jamaican. That's what they do. <laughs> it must be because I thought they defeat the purpose of everything that they need. That they have. No, but you have to do even if it's just a little tidy. I don't have a cleaner. I've never had a cleaner because I am. I'm clean, not proud of it. So I must so you know. No, no, I'm not dirty. Uh, I'm just. Uh, so wow. But I, I think I would because I'd feel. It's always like I feel rude, like. If everything was a bit too messy or a yeah. bit too... But yeah, I, just do a little... I always go too far. I end up, like, half cleaning the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, Jordan, like, she expects... But I always feel a bit bad. Cause... What um what responses did you get to your tweet? Some some people were like... And it's weird, because it was a lot of white people that were like, oh, that's stupid, just, you know, let them... That's their job. No, no, no. 
And then a lot of black people were kind of, they kind of more got it. And they were like, yeah, yeah, I do a little one, two, two clean up. And someone else was like, yeah, they find themselves doing a lot of the cleaning, the cleaner's job. Um, I'm not too friendly with my cleaner. Like, Can I ask a question? Because it. It, it, it is when I'm rich and have my own four bedroom house you're in, really rich um, in a different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're really rich you're I mean rich, Emmanuel rich told me otherwise you're, in the last you, you last know. episode he, so he, he said you weren't wealthy oh it's true yeah. it's true you're, you're pre-rich um, I'm pre-rich exactly um, you're rich in intelligence I'm trans-rich but I would like trans-rich trans rich. Yeah, what does that mean I identify as a rich person but this like in my head I would in, in my in my rich life in my head that I dream about a lot I think about having a cleaner and all of these things. But when I actually deep it, if I was to get a cleaner in my flat at the moment, I feel like it would just be an invasion of privacy. Like, I don't know I how you it. get over the, like, it. a random stranger. I, that, that's, the, that's the reason I've put it off for so many years, is the fact that I don't like my friends being in my house. Mm. So the idea that someone I don't know is in my house, up in my business, really made me uncomfortable. But it just got to a point where, because I work at long hours, early mornings, late nights, and my flat ain't big. You've been to my flat. My flat isn't big. This is what I was about to say. I was like, your flat is not big, so I don't even know why you're a cleaner. <laughs> but but. I've, got, I've got too many things, and this is part of my whole minimalism process, but get rid of things. But yeah, I had to get it clean, and so I was just like, Jordan, man, this is not good. This is not good. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, that was my question of the day. Right, let's kick off. Um, Over to you, Alex. <clears throat> okay, so this week on the pod, we're going to be discussing... This age-old question about who has claim to the culture. And in the way of discussing this topic, we're going to be looking at things around gentrification, um, black-owned versus black service. I couldn't think of a word that's opposite, the opposite of own. Um, but what do you mean by that? Sorry. So basically, I'll get to that in a second, actually. I just finish my list. I finish wow. my list? Yeah. finish your list, man. Sorry, finish my list. list. Um, who has, who has claim to the Caribbean cultures? Who has claim to African cultures? And by way of a random segue or detour, we're going to end up speaking about the channel channel U's return. Two, two. <laughs> so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a random one. But yes, um, to answer your question, Sidinia. Yes, hit me. Black owned versus black service. I mean, people that cater to the black community, but don't. But the, but the businesses aren't owned by <clears throat> black people. Okay, okay. So we consume a lot of the pro- them products. Mm-hmm. You know, we consume the vibes, we consume it all. But then it's not owned by any of us. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's what Would I Would a good example ask. be like... Rum, rum Kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Rum Kitchen. That's where I was going. Turtle Bay. Turtle Bay. Sorry, yeah. I meant Turtle, meant Turtle Bay. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if I'm... Yeah, Turtle Bay um, and, and the like. So, <clears throat> yeah. But before we jump into that, Black Business... Oh, yeah. Shout out of the black business this week. And this week, I wanted to shout out an amazing little greeting card company called Street Greets. Tell uh, me more, Alex. Okay, so we'll tell you more, <laughs> Jordan. Um, Street Greets is the concept of sisters Siobhan and Naomi from London. And after spotting a significant gap in the greetings card market, they decided that they wanted to create a space for place for cards created to celebrate black british culture and the language of now and which i really identify with because when you try to when i try to send a 
greeting card and I tried to send it to a black person and I'm thinking like it's just some random dog on the card <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a little verse inside. <laughs> it just looks a bit antiquated, a bit um, disconnected from the person I'm sending it to. And um, So have you bought I, I bought, them? I, bu- I bought from Street Greets in for Father's Day this year and um, they have some really dope cards. What did they your card say? My, my card said Happy Father's Day from the U them. Father. <laughs> from the D. Yeah, with the D. Yeah, there's one that said, I'm your father that basically I bought like a whole load of just like just because I wanted to just support the thing. So I just bought like a whole load of greeting cards. Mm-hmm. Um and I got my friend because he turned 30. Um I, I just said big man turning 30. Um, you know, my little niece, I just got one that said, Hello, little miss. You know, I mean yeah. just like just like little things like that. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just it just makes it that much more personal, yeah. that much more cultural. And um, so, yeah, I want to say shout out to Naomi and Siobhan for okay. starting up, for starting their sisters, Naomi and Siobhan. And you can find these cards at streetgreets.co.uk. And this Black History Month, they have a promotion on where you can put in the code. Let me just get it up. You can use the code Black and Proud to get your cheapest item free. And that's with a minimum of four items, and they operate from Saturday to Monday. So, um, yeah. support the ting. Yeah, Come support on. the ting. And buy, that was, what was that? Streetgreets.co.uk. Streetgreets.co.uk. Brilliant. Yeah, support the ting. Get all your cards for the people then. Um, you know, there's even a card that says peak. How can, how can there be one that <laughs> says peak on it? Scroll back up. It says peak, imagine. Um, but yeah, there are so, there are, yeah, they're amazing little little cards on there, and um, yeah, they're really cool. So, oh yeah, so I say go and get yourself a card from streetgreets.co.uk. Nice, just and let them know we sent you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, just before we Alex, we get into today's chat, um, I want to just big up Emmanuel for coming on last week. So if you not if you missed that episode, go and check out um, Emmanuel Suquo, uh, financial advisor. Was that his, that and TV personality. And TV and, personality. I still have his card. I need to give him a call. Um, um, I need to get that financial advice. He really had me thinking just about my whole life and my financial situation. Did you fling your fifty pound in his pot? Do I have fifty pound? Do I have fifty pound to spling anywhere? You said you did. <laughs> I said when I get. Oh, okay, to get, okay, I don't okay. have nothing. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, go back and listen to that, that show. It was a really, really um. Really interesting show with lots and lots of gems. And I also, learned so much. I learned a lot yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I learned lots it's as well. Like, and it just made you think, if anything, what made me think anyway. It made me think just a bit, like a bit more about everything mm. that like, you were talking about. So, mm, agree. Yeah. And just finally as well, if you haven't subscribed already, please go and do so. Leave us a comment. Leave us some feedback um, in response to any of the subjects that we get that we discussed today. Um, we want to make it as interactive as possible. So get involved. <clears throat> Over to you. Okay, so opening up the conversation. Culture claim. Um, culture claim, who has claimed to it, etc. Um, I wanted to start with the black owned versus the black service conversation. Um, and just generally, how, how do we feel about particular businesses um, and, and even in members of the community consuming from these companies, but not necessarily knowing whether they are black owned or not? And how can yeah how do you think about how do you feel about it i feel like it's hard right it's hard to know um because even recently a lot has come out about certain hair care brands um that i would have thought were black owned mm-hmm. and are not and can you name them i didn't i missed that one sorry i mean 
I knew about Dark and Lovely, uh, but that is one that is not black owned. But there's been a few where they've like they were when they were first starting, and this is something I find you or I think you find quite often in the industry is black people will create a product, a brand, something, and in in its early stages, um, they will start to gain quite a lot of success, and then once they hit a certain point, some big Johnson and Johnson. Or whatever will come and 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 buy the thing, and I get that you know if someone's offering you a big bag of money that's gonna change your life and you feel like you've done what you can with with a product that's absolutely fine, and that's your decision there's you you don't owe it to anyone I don't think like you i think you know what i mean as as an individual, you have the choice to do whatever it is you want to do, mm. but it's really hard to keep track it's really hard to keep track and to and and I think there's the guise as well of representing or selling black culture, maybe naively, I would hope and presume that they would be black owned mm. and then you find down, down the line that they're not. Um, yeah. So I almost think there should be some, I don't know, maybe there should be some sort of like, yes, we are selling and profiting off black culture, but actually we're not black. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I think what's also interesting is that not only do a lot of the things that come from our culture are they owned by our people, why don't we do what everyone else does to us? Why do we not own something that comes from Indian culture mm. or Sri Lankan culture? But I don't or, think we're afforded <clears throat> the luxury of doing that. Uh, is, is that about... Why, yeah, because why it's is about, about this, this, the, the systemic issues in terms of being a success... Like, I've said this before in this podcast, but we as black people um, are not afforded the luxury of being mediocre or not excelling beyond anyone's wildest dreams, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're starting out doing something like that, it is going to be mediocre because you're learning, you're developing, but we're not necessarily afforded the luxury of kind of it not being excellent from day one. And so we can't just go and start doing X, Y, and Z. Do you know I, what I mean? I don't think I, we're taken seriously I, in those I, spaces. I do, but I'll try and think of an example of where I, I, I think that that's not actually totally true. So um, if there, I'm trying to think of something that comes from a particular culture. Okay, let's just say there were, there was a very particular Bangra night that happened every week in London somewhere. Okay, Bangra's not our culture. That doesn't, that doesn't come from us. Mm. But if you found out that that really banging Bangra nights every Wednesday and somewhere in central London was run by a black man or a black woman, that's an example of us going to another culture and owning. But I'm saying a that piece. doesn't exist. But I'm asking why it doesn't. So I'm saying not only do we need because to own, we're own not afforded them. the luxury of it getting to the like. I'm not saying that these things can't get to a place of being banging. Mm. But before you get to the place of being being banging, you're just starting out. You've got no followers. You've got no one coming to you. You've just started your night and you've just given a few posts out. Maybe four people have turned up. But why don't we do what they do to us? Why don't we start that night up with the perception it. that it's run by oh, the Asian culture? Okay. But really, when you find out, dig in. Oh, what? Right. Leroy owns that company, you know? You know what? But, but, that's, <laughs> a, but that's the thing. That's the kind of the conversation around blacks, black consumption, I guess. Mm-hmm. We, it's easy to enter the black community and set up shop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I find that it would be difficult to, to enter into communities that aren't black. Like, they don't let us in in the way that we let everybody else in. Exactly. But, but that's the thing. I wouldn't say it was more of a... I wouldn't say it's a blame thing when it comes to the black community, though. Do you see what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's I feel like they I feel like other communities might be able to protect their communities because they are bound by um similar values, like uniformly. 
they're bound by economy, economy, financial security, and no matter what, they are all for each other. I think there's quite a bit of um, there's a bit. Of, I think I feel like there's quite a bit of a disconnect in certain parts of the black community. Maybe, uh, maybe. I was just gonna say, I'm not totally sure I agree with that because it just took well, a couple of Koreans or Chinese people to think no, that for example, in parts of parts of the country or parts of London. Black people love getting their nails and hair done. Why mm. don't we set up one, two, two hair and nail shops? And they've cornered that market. There wasn't anything that was. But remember, you have to. But also, you have to remember <clears> that in some of these places, like they set up, they work together. For example, mm. and now they've got their own version of a partner. For example, mm-hmm. or whatever, where they're throwing down hundreds of thousands to each other mm-hmm. to then be able to open up those shops in those communities. Fair. Do you see what Fair. I mean? Yeah, I they do. know that they have the community backing the their community backing yeah, okay, and the infrastructure okay, okay. so for example if you were to go to a, a rave or a dance or whatever you know what i mean and it was put and like it had a black promoter had all of that stuff but the building the the, the place mm. was owned by somebody that wasn't in, within the black community mm. that is that tends to happen mm. because they can afford to have the infrastructure there set up for us but we have to go and pay them to con- to have to consume. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, how, uh, just to that point, how mm. far back in the supply chain do we go? Because To the warehouse? As far back as the warehouse. Yeah, yeah because the... but but you even that in itself, black owned can be black owned, but they might be getting their I keep talking about hair care, but let's just mm. let's just say a soap for example. Um but they're going to go in and get their ingredients to make the soap from China, for example, mm-hmm. okay. and how far, like how far back do we have to trace it? Do we feel that it's too t- t- acceptable if it's just a black-owned black product, well, or what's the? It's a good point. I, 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 mm, I personally think we need to take one step at a time, and as long as I, I personally, as long as the product is in, mm, you've got me thinking actually, because if I know that I'm buying a product from you, Sidinia, and you're a black woman, and I know that my money's going to a black woman's pocket, but these times the product that you're selling me, you're paying a Chinese company to make that product, so therefore my money is indirectly going to a Chinese person, then I might, yeah, that might make me think, hmm, actually, um, is my money going to a black, black-owned business? So I don't, I, I don't know how far we. I guess we got to look at look at how the cycle, the cycle goes, you know, I mean, you buy, a, we buy a lot of things from a lot of people, but then it's about that when you serve a community, the money goes back into the community so that we can continue to supply back to the community. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then trying to, trying to trace all the, that all the way back to just keep it like 100% mm, purely yeah. black, it's, it's a bit, it, you know what I mean? It, that's not realistic in this day and age, globaliz- globalization. Um, capitalism you know what I mean it's not realistic not at all or not for black people I don't think it, at all I think like you know I mean I, I would be hard pressed to think I mean this is purely my opinion I, I have no facts up behind mm. but I'll be purely hard pressed to think that um, one community wouldn't buy from another community in order to support their community mm. make any sense yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so I, I, that's what I'm that's what I think just realistically yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah. to business you know what I mean can I um can I just take us back a couple of steps? Because when we were talking about why we don't necessarily do this to other cultures and communities and why it is so often and so easily done to us, I, as we were just talking then, I had a thought about the fact that I think it's because black culture has been so commercialised. It's been so commercialised and it's, whether it's in our food, music, sense of style, fashion, like... All of those things has become 
this kind of focal point for people to steal from and take from and mm. and 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 again commercial like did you see the um there was you know obviously like silk bonnets and that yeah i saw and did you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm, this so woman yeah so obviously silk bonnets like i get mine for like a, a si- pound from the from the hair shop um and like silk scarves this woman a, a white woman has st- come up with this new thing the silk bon- i don't even know what she called it the silk, but it was- the silk bonnet <laughs> I don't know what but it was it. it was a silk bonnet um that looked slightly bougie she's selling for like 200 pound yeah what common silk common silk bonnet you know that people have been wearing and people are trying and it's to kind of that. like this fashion accessory yeah. but also makes keeps your hair like not frizzy at night and so like, what so i would then say sell it to white people well i would, I would then <laughs> don't say, know say it's, it's i mean i don't think on us to distinguish between do you know what i mean the same product for 20 tile, 200 times the price. Mm. And do you know what I mean? I would say, get your money. If she wants to do that, then we can't stop that. What we can do but I, is not uh, give her our 200 pounds for the same thing we've been buying all this time for no, a pound. But, but do you not think there should be a nod or an acknowledgement of where you have got this idea for this new thing that you claim to have invented? No. 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 I think it'd be nice if she did. I don't think they should. I don't think she has to. She's under no obligation. If she wants to pillage our culture, I think it's on us. My earlier point is to stop people doing that but we allow people start? into our culture to take our music take our food take our dancing and then we just embrace it and it's like we we have to have a have to yeah. gate what's ours at some point and be like and maybe the the horse bolt maybe it's too late now <laughs> but i think we have a decision we, what, if we allow her to come into what, what what we've created and charge us 200 times you know, the price for it i think we're the fools i don't think you know what i think that's very unfair because i do think that when we say things like allow or we must do X, Y, and Z. You, it makes us think. It makes it look like we have certain, like certain amounts of control and power that can stop that. Because when you look at black people, for example, we have a lot of our expression is through fashion. It's through music. Mm-hmm. It's through food. It's through all of that, and that stuff is readily accessible by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if you see somebody, um, a black, a black guy, for example, who is just living his carefree life, just living his best life, a singer, rapper, footballer, whatever, and you see them wearing a do-rag. That's them wearing a do-rag because, and they, and they know why they're wearing that do-rag. A black, a black guy. A black guy yeah. wearing that do-rag. And then when you see sort of people taking, that's when people kind of come in and start taking, uh, saying that they have claim to that. When but they I think we've got to define what we mean by claiming because if by a white man like, 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 we can't stop that. We can't, we what can't. we can stop is that guy setting up a store on the corner of the street selling do-rags to black people. Hmm. How you do you what? stop that, though? We go to the black I, person in Brixton Market right, who's got a it. shop and selling do-rags. Hmm. We've let that guy come into our culture, which is fine. We can all share culture, that's fine. Mm. But I think at what point do we stop giving them our money? Because if he wasn't making money off of black people on the corner of Brixton from selling do-rags, he would soon stop and go away. Yeah. But it's also, I was going to say, it's also the thing like you know, it's like a black person wouldn't necessarily start selling saris, for example. But I was just, so I was just about not. to say, we're saying that, um, do you say a black person wouldn't sell sorry? Wouldn't necessarily, yeah. Do, but that, that's just okay. Just... The, the the one thing I was thinking about because I was mm. just trying to place like, does this happen in any other culture? I.e., do do white people kind of take that on and and, and capitalize on? Mm. And I was thinking about like chai. People call it chai tea or chai lattes, but actually chai just means tea. So you're just saying tea tea. Uh, but um, 
chai and like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like the, the Starbucks chai latte and that's just become a thing. And kimonos as well. Mm-hmm. Like even Kim, Kim Kardashian was, I mean, of course she was, but um, calling her brand kimonos. And that's actually a really sacred um, piece of clothing that has a very, very specific meaning. And actually you see almost any kind of silky dressing gown being referred to as a kimono. And that's, that's inappropriate and, and, and not correct. Yeah. But I guess because it's not affecting us, we're not necessarily recognising that mm. and recognising the potential impact that that could be having. Um, so I think it does happen quite often. Jordan, you like, you like you're about to burst. No, no, no. I was just going to say, um, <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't have a problem with it. I think that culture is culture. I think we should be sharing culture. I think we should be embracing and taking the best bits of each other's culture. I don't have any problem with, with white people bogling and Indian people doing whatever white people do whatever i don't have any, i don't have any problem with that i'm just saying the question was regarding who claims our culture i'm saying if we want to reclaim our culture we need to start being very aware of what is ours and who's selling it and make a decision as to where we're going to put our money but that's okay. the thing but then also when you know when you're actually doing the whole reclaim the reclaiming thing it's usually mm-hmm. expressed with frustration and anger right if i see it was a bad thing and that's not always a bad thing, but but you have, but that's what I'm saying. That's why culture is so important to us because ultimately, mm. with with regards to people who are othered, mm. typically their culture is the is the one thing that, that anchors them to their thing. So when you say things like culture is culture and like you know everybody can partake in it, not everybody can because not everybody because it's like it's the one thing sometimes for some people that's like the last bit of their identity and their connection. I think, I think there's a difference between partaking in someone else's culture mm. and just taking the piss and exploiting it. So I, I, I'm, if I want to eat Chinese food, I should be able to eat Chinese food. Yeah. It's a whole different thing, though, if I start taking the piss out of Chinese food and if I start... Do you know what I mean? But, so I like, but, but this is what I'm saying. So when you, when you have... Um, whenever you are going to buy Chinese food, mm. you know exactly where you are going to get said food, right? In other words, from a Chinese person. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. But like when you uh, then when some, but you know, what I mean? more times out of ten, when you are edging towards a Caribbean cuisine, you don't know, you don't know, and that's the thing. And even actually, I'm not going to say this particular thing because, <laughs> but there are there are particular. Well, can I, know, I just I say something? Mean, yeah, so on the way here, <laughs> on the way here, I got itsu. British owned. It's white British owned. See, everyone does it. So you're, it's just happened. I just, I just had a little Google in it, and I now feel bad. So you're an enemy. You're an, I am you're an, an enemy. You're an, you're an, yeah. you're an, an enemy. You're an op. You're an op. That's Jordan, how old are you? What do you? What do you children <laughs> say? Is it an op? op? What did the youth them say? I learned that last week. Um, um, last week. Very recently. Everyone's doing it, Dinya. Everybody's doing it. So, so, but I, but I, I think now we're walking into the territory of appreci- appreciation versus appropriation, right? Because I think you're right. Everybody. Adele I think. Versus Kim Kardashian. Trust me, that was a really great analogy. Mm. Um, I'm not completely sure by the Adele one, but that's go what... on, go on. You what? You have a problem with what? No, Adele I don't. Has... I don't because to my earlier point, if you want to wear just your hair and a certain exactly style, coming I'm... from you after you've just spent the last ten minutes being <laughs> that, like anyone I'm can like, do anything. Do do your thing. I just don't. I think that because she grew up in Tottenham, she gets a little bit of a oh no, she's okay, and that for me isn't enough for her to kind of be in any that far different remove that far removed sorry from a Kim Kardashian. But I but I think that the difference so and I and I don't I I can't really pass judgment on Adele because I don't know her hmm. and I don't know her understanding. I mean hello from the other side. Um but wow. I 
I uh, it, it it it's this idea of like when you want to engage with another culture, being able to understand the thing that it is that you're engaging with, i.e. Mm-hmm. the history of the Bantu knots that she was wearing in her hair or the... Do you know what I mean? It's, it's that. It's, it's, it's not just doing it because you think it looks cool. Like, So for a really great example is Rihanna the other day, right? So I I didn't see this. So it's great that you brought this up, actually. Okay, like, you haven't I, seen I, it? No, I've, 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 I've heard the people. response to it because I'm not on... I'm not in the spaces. So, so okay. Um, don't explain what so she uh, had a, uh, a sh- it was, I don't know if it was a show or an advert, um, but it was for her Fenty lo- lingerie, Savage X Fenty, I think it's called. And myself some boxes. Um, oh, I mean, it's really nice. But um, but specifically for this I'm show, the, huh? Nothing. I don't know what you said. Nothing. Okay, okay clean now. <laughs> um, but, uh, in the show, she used a track. It was a, a by a British art, artist, and the track has um, Arabic in it, and I think it's parts of the Quran, if I'm correct. Um, and it's a very sacred part of it. I want to make sure I'm right on this, mm-hmm. but ultimately, because it, that was being played alongside people in their uh, underwear, uh, kind of sexualizing themselves, or whatever, the, um, the Muslim community. Um, had something to say about it and rightly so because Rihanna had no idea what the Arabic was saying mm-hmm. she just played the track mm-hmm. right um, and that's a really really great example of like you've not done the work to find out and to unpack because that could have said anything like I don't speak Arabic and that could have said something really really wild and really inappropriate that had nothing to do with the Islamic faith at all it could have just been saying something really really terrible see that's I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask after you said about Adele and her hairstyle the fact that she, it's important that she understands where that comes from so I was going to ask why because the, the Rihanna thing I agree with you I think if you're going to have another, someone's, another language in your thing you need to know what that, what that, what that's, what's being said because um, you don't know what's being said but if I have if someone has dreadlocks and they're white say or they're Chinese I don't know if it necessarily is overly important that person with dreadlocks understands the origins of dreadlocks. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle of whether it's important to me as a black person. Oh, at least know where dreadlocks come from or yeah. if that person just wants to have dreadlocks. I don't personally like it when other people don't, when they have dreadlocks. I, just, I don't think it looks good. I think it looks good on black people. I just, that's just my personal opinion. I think it looks weird when white people have dreadlocks. But if you want to have dreadlocks, have dreadlocks. But I don't think it's necessarily important that that person understands the origins of that hair. Do you know what I mean? Of of of, of dreadlocks, personally. So I think that it's always important for people to understand what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's an excuse to say, you know, I just liked it. So if I go to a Chinese restaurant and I like I like Chinese food, do I have to understand the origins of of that particular meal? It'd be not. It'd be good for you to understand, mm-hmm. like the, the how the meal is made and why it's made. I can't just like. I can't just like. No, you, know, you, you can like the meal. This is something different because you're consuming. Food. Food is completely different, you know what I'm saying? Someone like anybody can go eat a, a patty in it. Like and then, but, but why is it different? And they enjoy the Tell patty. Me why it's different. They enjoy the patty. But what I'm saying is, but Bantu knots. Because you're representing you're Bantu walking nuts. down the street <laughs> and you are embodying a culture. Mm. When you're eating something, you're like like Alex said, you're I just in, consuming. Right. Um but if you're walking down the street with Bantu knots, and okay, let's let's take it back to the, the kimono um example. I remember it like in the 90s, kimono, kimonos were like a fashion item. Mm-hmm. And again, people are pillaging from a culture without understanding the sacred and historical context of what wearing okay. a kimono is about. Absolutely. 
And so that is, in a way, taking the piss because you are disrespecting the very sacred nature of what a kimono... Sorry, define pillaging. If they're just wearing a kimono, is that enough to offend you? It's wearing something without knowing where it's come from. Okay, so it's like, it's I, like, want, I just want to be clear what it's like, we mean by pillaging. It's like, it's like, if, it's like, it's like if I was to wear a traditional, a traditional Yoruba mm. wedding mm-hmm. suit mm-hmm. for a particular... From a, for a, for, that is set for a particular member of the family and I'm wearing it mm-hmm. just because you like it like this is fashion mm. nah mm-hmm. like you wear those you wear particular things and you know where they come from you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and if you did if you did know you wouldn't be exactly wearing them unless you're a disrespectful person exactly. and that's just on you yeah. but how would you know if that person knows or not you don't. <laughs> you don't. Like you don't. But, know. but, but these times you'll probably thinking. But more, but more, but more time they don't know what they're doing. Do you know? I found out really the other day. You know, like hula dancing. You know, um, like in like from Hawaii mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it's it, it, it's actually like messenger dancing. Like you are sending a message to, like to one another. It's the storytelling kind of. So when I'm in the thing. club, one up my waist. I'm these times. I'm. Are you doing? Hula, are you doing hula dancing? Well, it's not that far off, you know. Okay, so children, on. The, this debate, this debate series called the Four Eight Stories. Is it Four Eight Stories? Four Eight Stories. <clears throat> um, one of the, on their first debate for their new season, they basically said there was a conversation around um, around around cultures and around Black Lives Matter, etc. But one thing that's kind of that that you know related to this topic of claiming cultures was that there was a panelist on there called White Chocolate, and he was he's a an influencer on instagram and he you know goes around the country and whines pretty much <laughs> and um <laughs> like and he goes to carnivals and he's just a white guy who whines sorry just and, I, I know this shouldn't have to be explained but for people that are listening to this that don't know what we mean by whining the wow. definition of whining i'm just thinking sorry yeah, yeah you know what I mean? sorry <laughs> the definition of whining or our definition of our whining. definition of whining <laughs> Um, in this context. how do you define whining? Dancing. That's what I, that's what I needed. Yeah, dancing, dancing. Not whining as in wow, wow, wow. Dancing, sorry. Dancing. As in wow, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> um, yeah, dancing. You know, like, you know, um, you see them in, in a lot of West African and West Indian cultures. You see a lot of, like, gyration of the hips, etc., to the beats and to the rhythm. Um, and White Chocolate, um, uh, he, he was on there, they were talking about... Um, they're talking about what he does and why he does it and stuff. And, you know, his history is like, you know, he went to St. Lucia Carnival and, you know, they saw him and they like, and they really <laughs> like what he's doing. And he's this white guy who whines. Like, literally, he's like, literally, like, all the videos on his, like, on his Instagram is just him whining. Like, literally, yeah, walking his waist. Yeah. I, I want to see them. So, don't you worry, I've got some right here. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's out here walking his waist. The, where the issue came, where the issue came, he said something in this debate where he says that he paved the way yeah. for people to get awareness of that, of, uh-uh. of it. Mm. And he paved his way, like, you know, to kind of, he paved, he just, he paved the way as an influencer and whatnot. Sorry to pause you, I'll, I'll let you finish. Do you think, and <laughs> Sadina is now showing, um, what's his name, White Chocolate, doing, yeah. doing what he does. When he yeah, said that, do, do you think what? that is what he meant? Because he tried to later clarify him. So, Thought, no, 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 I didn't quite mean it like that. And yeah. Do you believe him? So, we are not in a court of law. So <laughs> I can't say whether I believe him or not, whether he's telling the truth or not. All I know is that the facts are this. <laughs> Leave people them ting alone. <laughs> Leave the people them ting alone. So, you know, like, 
But the thing, thing is, what, and, and, and thing is, what, and the thing is, with with, with this, yeah, with this, the, the the annoying thing with this is that there are black influencers, yeah, who who and, 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 and who can white obviously, who can white, and um, a lot of the carnival and carnival in particular, they are looking to do, they're looking to work with a lot more influencers to help promote the promote their bands, to promote the cultures, mm. to promote the music, to do whatever, and then it's like, and now, and it's like. What this showed me is that certain people and certain demographics can do the bare minimum and make a living yeah. off of the back of people who've been doing this. And I, mean, I go carnival because I embrace it as part of my culture, as part of my identity. Um, have a great time with my friends and whatever. I see white people at carnival and that are enjoying carnival. You know what I mean? And they're doing what they're doing. Like I probably would have walked past him in, in the thing and I'd have been like, yeah, man, this guy could walk his way he's doing what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. I would never have known he had 160,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's probably getting paid by a troupe mm-hmm. to be there and he's getting flown out to all these different carnivals across the world and, and whatnot. So that's when, and that's when I started thinking about how we kind of, how we look at our cultures and, and, and who is being supported for what and why. For that, the, Again, for the bare minimum. I, I go on, go on, go on. Well, just, just so I, I've just had. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know who White Chocolate Seven Five Eight, which is handle. So Seven Five Eight um, is Saint Lucia's um, Dialing Co. Yeah, right. And I didn't know who he was um, yeah. until this kind of foray scandal situation. So he went on foray, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and there was backlash, um, and he has come out and released a statement. I'm just reading the statement on Instagram. The font is too small. It's really small because it's really long. <laughs> but it's like, when I said pave the way, I didn't mean pave. Like, and it's just a very... Oh, you put a statement? Oh, yeah, same. yeah, okay. it's long. It's okay. long, so I'm okay. not going to read it. But it, he's trying to say that what he was saying is that he paved the way for influencer marketing as if that didn't exist before he did. You kind of made it a bit worse there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he should have... You know what? When you're wrong... Just, just be wrong. Just own it. Yeah. And just say, and you know, you had black people around the table with you that, that looked at you and just said, hey. See, I've got two questions. What do you mean? I've got three, actually. I'll try to remember them. First of all, to Sardinia, and I think you agreed with this point earlier about having an understanding of what it is you're doing and where it comes from. If, because he says I was in Tunisia for two years, which made me laugh, first of all. Yeah, Trinidad. Um, Trinidad for two was years. Or St. Lucia. I, I, th- I thought it was... Um, I thought it was in Lucia. I can't remember what but, one of the one of the one of the islands on the Caribbean. And if he understands the culture behind whining, he understands what it means, how important it is to black culture, is there a problem with that? If he genuinely understands the origins of, of this dance move and he respects it, but is then, that a problem? There's also I think there is a problem when you're not <clears throat> when you're not working with other people does that make any sense but it's kind of like you're positioning yourself as the, the only one and the guy mm. that does that and you are saying things like you pay, you paved the way and all these different mm. things there's a there's an issue there because people have been doing this and and you have to remember and i think it's like i think it's a lack of self-awareness to really understand that the reason why you have been chosen for this is not by some extreme virtue of anything mm. it's because it's because at that time you were there whining on somebody mm. going on bad as you do at carnival and you were white mm. yeah 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 because yeah, that's actually carnival, carnival has been happening since before the emancipation like so so here's my second question and i don't know the answer to this one as so i want to hear your thoughts on it is he an example by having him on that program mm. um on that show is that an example of where we as black people i know the show has different 
not just black people on it. But is that an example of allowing, platforming him and allowing a white person to come into our culture and talk about something that he does, which comes from our people, or by not giving him a platform to talk about it on that particular show or shows like ours, for example, mm. do we then become an echo chamber of people that just talk about ourselves and what we do in our own culture? Basically, what I'm asking is... And yeah, uh, it's a really interesting question. Yeah, you're asking. But, I, but I, also, I also think that a lot of people, they, I, they don't know where the conversation would have gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, having on there, because mm. I think, for example, it's a Black Lives Matter conversation. Mm. So, a bit random, wasn't it? I mean, there's a black, a black conversation, but it, I mean, he is very much up next to a lot, to black culture with regards to what he does. Mm-hmm. So then it's a question, it's about asking him what his perspective is on X, Y, and Z. But that's an no, example of so. us bringing people into our culture. And because he would have got another 200 followers, which enables him to get more money. Do you know what I mean? This is an example of us trying to, if we're, we're going to reclaim our culture, yeah. we need to find a black guy that whines or a black well, woman do you know what I mean yeah, it goes back to what Sardinia said about <clears throat> what you said about um, black culture being mainstream mm. yeah and it's, it's 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 a commercialised yeah, they didn't have to book him it's a commercialised yeah well, do you know what I mean but 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 I, I think there's an element and, and you, we don't know the intentions of why they booked yeah. him right but there's an element in the same way that uh GMB are particularly tactical in the way in which they book guests to speak alongside Piers Morgan, for example, mm-hmm. especially when they're talking about the culture. They will find... So it, it could have been a, 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 a smart move in terms of exposing and having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and do you know what I mean? We don't know why why they've done that. So, mm-hmm. But I think you're right. It's an interesting question to ask, i.e., do we shut the door and have these conversations ourselves or are we then creating an, ec- an echo chamber whereby we're just kind of reinforcing... Mm-hmm. What we already know. What we already know and what we already think. Mm. Um, okay. So channel use back. Yeah, so channel use back. Um, what do you think about that? How do you feel about channel you being back? Well, can I mean, we... For, channel, for, 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 I mean... For context, granddad. What, 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 is, what is channel you? Um, you were around in those back days. Back in the we, we, Yeah. Um, so channel you... Uh, don't know what it's becoming now, but it was a, um, a channel that was very influential i suppose in birthing um grime music um it was a pla- it was a basically a, a music show where uk artists could have um a channel to promote or promote promote their music at the time there was only really bo- the box 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 and mtv that were playing black music i mean they played everything but if you want to see black music on tv it was top of the pops and even then it was the box or it was mtv mm. channel u basically catered for the uk market because you unless you had some mega tune you weren't getting on mtv or mm. the box so channel u was was started to promote what was what was a fledgling and a very early you know underground uh grime scene yeah. so all the ones all the people we know now who are big and doing their thing they came through um uh, various times <clears throat> on that channel and it was a very edgy urban this is like when people had like those crappy cameras and were just doing stuff on their estate and mm. you look back on it now and you're like that was kind of kind of sick but at the time you thought it was a big big thing just, um just normal yeah exactly i remember being at college and people were talk- I, I wasn't really into grime and i'm not into grime now so it wasn't really a massive thing for me but i remember being at college and everybody around me was like talking about channel u yeah. at live magazine ways to work we did a front cover i remember um, on Channel U, just bigging up all the UK artists, and they seem to be making a return. They're bringing it back, mm. which, I, which I find quite interesting. Yeah, um, it, went, it went through <clears> it went through Channel U, then it went to Channel AKA, and then yes. it just ended. Yeah. So, um, do you think it ended because a lot of the people that came through it 
in a very in, within a five years all blue, and the gap between uh, the underground and those ones was so I, big. I, I think it. I think more so that the 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 use of television changed. Um, mm. What do you because, mean? Online grew. Because online, there's like SBTV grew, Link Up yeah, TV yeah, yeah. grew, Joram mm. Daily grew. Like you know what I mean? Like there was like there was the online presence of these places that that grew big, and people weren't sitting around watching TV it's as true, much anymore. Yeah. And I think like I think I thought back to this the other day. I was like, we used Phones to sit, well. we used to sit down and watch TV, like yeah, really, yeah, like true. watch TV. Like we'd come home and probably put trouble on, and we would be sitting in front mm. of trouble, like. Now you're hard pressed unless you live out unless you're living with your like immediate family mm. to be sitting down watching, watching an actual TV, television. That's so true. And that's and that's kind of why I think it probably just kind of like dwindled because people, you know And also with like the, totally to your point about GRM Daily, yeah. SBTV, all those sorts of things, the ease of which you can create and upload and make accessible to everyone this kind of content. Yeah. That's the, the point. Speed and ease, I think it yeah. GRM Daily and what's the other one? Link Up, Link Up TV. They came years after yeah. SBTV. And I think you're right. SBTV came at a time when mm. people were leaving TV and going online. So if you wanted to see the Stormzy of that time or the Kano of that time, in fact, mm. it was Kano, um, you would just you'd go online. you just go onto the internet and watch those. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. didn't need the TV anymore. So that, I think, really damaged and hurt. And people yeah. were getting their phones at that time. You could watch two, two videos on your phone. So you just yeah. didn't need TV anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's why I find it interesting why it's coming back. People just weren't at home. Like, I remember watching um, The Slight Dungeon, but related. I went watching um, Honey, mm. you know, the film Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically, and there was a scene where she was on a music video or whatever. And it must have come on in a restaurant and in a news agent and whatever. And they were all like, oh my God, look, I need some da 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 And then like, you had a crowd of people go to watch this one TV in the, in the, in the news agent or a crowd of people go watch it in like the restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like nowadays we watch it on our phone. So I'm thinking to myself, like when we, when we're looking at channel U and channel U coming back, mm. I'm curious as to, as to how it's coming back. Well, I'm I think they're, that, and, they're, you know they're, I mean? they're trying for long form, aren't they? Long so, form. In terms of the contents, they've got... On um, TV or online? Yeah. On TV with the channel itself. Okay, so... Um, they've got Against All Odds, um, which is the film that is exploring the history of crime and how it kind of came to be in the UK and its kind of exponential rise. Mm. Um, and so maybe it's exploring a different use of the channel yeah. while still centering around crime, music, music culture, culture um, but in a, in a different way. Uh, because I think you're right, people wouldn't want to wait yeah. for things to be released on TV, especially. So I think it's on Sky, right? The 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 channel is on on. I would hope so. I haven't. I it's haven't on Sky, but it, I don't think you'd be able to get it anywhere else. I think. Mm. Um, Which and, I think is a problem. Yes, because it sits behind a paywall, right? Mm. Um, and so you're then blocking out a huge portion of the market. Who, I think, in terms of underground music culture, the way in which things spread and you build up a fan base is just sending this track on your phone or a voice note or a mm. whatever and putting it, like I said, behind a paywall makes that slightly more difficult to access. Mm. Um, you, you, you mentioned just now, Alex, that you were interested in the how. I'm interested in the who. So to kind of bring it back into our discussion around um, the culture and, and who, who claims it, I'm interested in who is bringing back channel you who's going to be do you know what i mean running this channel yeah. owning the channel yeah it's a good because question grime is very much not only uk culture 
but it is black culture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think what's the numbers I'm interested in? If someone's bringing a channel you know back, what? there must be a new wave of like I, MCs or music coming through to I, justify a channel. I, I really want it. I really want it to be something. You know, um, you know, like Julie Adeniga's top five. Mm-hmm. No, I, I want to yes. see things on there like that. Yeah, on yeah, I agree. I want to see yeah. like you know, obviously the, the documentary, the Kano's, films, um, Kano's, um, um, what are they called? Newham talks. Newham talks. I want to see. I, I want to see like. Top boy get top priority for mm, that mm, shirt, mm, like yeah, for that yeah, channel. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I yeah, want to. I yeah. want to. That's what I want to say. I think that's where we're at now. We're we're at a stage where nobody's nobody's watching music videos anymore, really. Unless because I do. You, I still that? watch music videos. You know, on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so like, like you know, they probably uh, it'll be good if they had like a music hour, mm. whether in their programming. Oh, I see what you mean on yeah. tip, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, on their programming, and they can be like, okay, cool. So this is the hour each Friday. New music, old music. Da, 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 da. This is what it is, and um, that'd be great if they had that. But I think, as you said, they're looking for the the long form stuff and like the entertainment value and that and that stuff. And you know, and it, and I feel like it would give people a sense of pride as well to be like, yeah, this is my this is my new thing. It's on Channel U. Mm-hmm. For Black British people, that is something that would be like, Cause that yeah, because you know, you know what it it's took a thing. to you know what it took to get it there. Because and that was what was basically the message, or that that was the vibe when it launched. It was like, yeah, yeah, see my video, some idiot little dbdb two minute grainy <laughs> video, but it was a big deal. And the community was like, oh yeah, sick MC. So and so has got a thing on. It was yeah. a big, big thing. This what I say about pride and that it's community. What I say about watching um, TV. I remember like being going flicking from MTV base to box, no, to Kiss to box to Channel U, and then back again. Mm. So like you, you have those like. You, I feel like you've brought back some just real memories of me sitting yeah, watching music videos. Like that was such a thing. Literally, so you, sit... literally you would come in and watch music videos. Yeah. I remember my mum like cussing my cousin, being like, "Oh gosh, turn off the music video." Like it's a Sunday, turn off the music videos. My guy, he was literally sitting there watching music videos, like in, in the living room. That was that was what we did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whereas now it would be like you're on your phone watching music video on your phone. Mm. Like you're then gonna watch something else on your phone and da, 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 so you can not disturb the the wider environment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. Literally have a, a in, your ear, in your earphones. And so it's a bit like. Yourself. So I'm looking forward to it. Like I, I was excited when I heard that it was coming back. I was like, this is great because now we can appreciate it as ad- I can appreciate it as adults. You know what I mean? As an adult, rather than as a child, as a teenager it was very much like oh this is it da, 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 da. You, you don't you don't see the value in it no until like somebody's and that me. is what i'm in, i'm interested less because of the music i'm interested <laughs> less because of the music because i'm just not a fan of that music i'm more mm. interested in the business element of it i'm interested yeah. in the kind of framework of how this is going to work and who is kind of again to go to our discussion who's claiming our culture because mm. i don't want to see all these young mcs getting little silly little deals to get their videos on there these times there's an old fat white man that's at the top of the tree of channel u you know what i mean get collecting that big check yeah. i, I want to know who who's in charge of this um and if i if i find out that it's not our people that's running this thing or this relaunch i'm gonna be um i'm gonna not be very happy i think that brings us nicely back to that idea of kind of who owns who owns, who owns what and 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 kind mm. of the exploration of, of of culture and the consumption of of culture and who has claim to it? Oh, yeah, it's important. It's, I think it's important. I think yeah. it's important. They should definitely um, broadcast the Mobos, the rated awards, and um, anything that's that's created for Black people or Black culture yeah. really should be going there first, at yeah. least. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's. I think they should definitely be the ones to distribute it on, the, on that channel. But the problem is money. It is money, it's but finance. also there is money. 
Yeah, but <laughs> it is money, but the problem if is Channel Four say we'll take the mobos and we'll pay you this, and Channel Four, can only, Channel U can only pay this. You know what I mean? The mobos are going Channel Four, mm. so that's the kind of and also reach is important, like in terms of. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I was say the marketing as well. Yeah, yeah the mark, but also like Channel Four is a public service broadcaster. You mm. can just turn on your TV and watch Channel Four, but is if, it... if Channel U is only sitting on. Sky, so only X number of people are going to have access to you it. You say that. I'm just thinking as you say that. I'm not so sure the reach necessarily is important. I could be wrong here. I could be totally wrong. I wonder if for some guy on 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 an estate who's got an, who's got a music video out, it's more important to him that everybody on the end sees it rather than thousands of millions of people in Finland. Sorry, I think Do you know you, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I think you may have slightly misunderstood what I was t- talking about in terms of the mobos. Let's mm. say, for example, if the mobos in terms of where they choose to go mm. are thinking about reach, which I can imagine they will be, because that is important to the oh, mobos. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. It needs to make sense. Yeah. In yeah. that sense, because it's all about the numbers, isn't it? Mm. Not, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, let's think, look over it. Um, have we, do you want to touch on anything else? Let's move on now to um, keep that same energy. Um, here every week I will be venting about something within the community, something I want to highlight and draw attention to, um, and hopefully there'll be some kind of takeaway that you guys out there listening um, will get from this as well. Mine this week is going to be very simple. Um, It's Black History Month um, currently. Uh, I think I've said before that I'm not a massive fan, in fact I'm not a fan at all of Black History Month. And what I would like us to do, and us being our community, is to keep that same energy regarding a thirst to learn and a thirst for knowledge and a thirst to support and endorse and, you know, spend with our own community beyond the 31st of um, October. I'm seeing this year, to be fair, a definite shift in people wanting to support more black businesses, more black people and educate themselves. I know I am. There's so many things I always say this about black history that I don't know that I probably should know. And I would just like us as black people to make sure that we um, beyond this month, we are we are maintaining um, our thirst and our hunger for for knowledge on all things black. And we can continue to keep pushing and uplifting each other um, and not kind of get distracted, I suppose, with the 31 days that this country decides, you know, is is is, is acceptable. To, to understand and learn all things black. So that is my, this week, keep mm. that same energy. Amazing, thank you. So we would love, love, love to hear from you um, for our segment, Your Thoughts Out Loud. This is where we ask you to uh, come into us with voicemails, emails, DMs uh, and messages uh, on anything that you've either learned from us or you would like us to talk about and discuss. Um, Jordan? All the socials, um, hit us up across Facebook, It's All Blackademic. We're on Twitter, Blackademic TV. We are on Instagram. It's all dot Blackademic and check out our website, blackademic.com as well. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, check out our YouTube channel too. I forgot that as well. YouTube channel, blackademic.tv on YouTube. Go and see our channel with some of our previous content. And if you're not subscribed to our podcast here, please do so. Share, comment. Um, let us know your feedbacks and your thoughts, as, as Denny was saying there. Um, let's make this really as interactive, interactive as we can. Amen. Amazing. Peace out. Peace. Catch you next week. Thank you.